Why he fighting fighting this? Why what 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 is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Immigrant Section. It's your boy Boss Wab saying Thank you for tuning in and thank you for all those people who came out to the Immigrant Section comedy tour thus far. I'm recording right now, right before the Toronto show. So I'm Amp Waterloo in Windsor. Thank you for coming out. That shit was sick. Now we got Toronto tonight, Montreal, Ottawa, and London coming up. Get those tickets at abbaswahab.com. And enough of all that. With me today in the studio, Funny motherfucking comedian and content creator killing it out there and gave me the blueprint for how to do this whole tour thing. My guy, Andrew Packer. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate awesome. you, bro. Thanks for coming out, man. You pulled up in the C43 AMG hey. Patagonia. I'm like, damn, this guy, this tour is killing You're like, no, nah, no, nah, it's it's my girl's parents' car, bro. Chill, chill, chill. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro. Hey, man, they're, they're supporting the cause, so... Yep. Are they supportive? I, they're super supportive. Surprisingly supportive. They're, they're they're great. I got two sets of supportive parents, man. It's, it's I the love best. it, dude. Yeah. I love it. That's white privilege. That's fucking white privilege, man. No one will listen to me, bro. No one. Uh, but thank you for coming through, bro. I reach you. Uh, sorry, I respect big time. I appreciate you. I remember back in the day when we first used to like do shows and stuff. You were like an account manager, right? Yeah, what were you yeah. selling at the time? I was selling coconut water. Coconut water. I remember, yeah. bro. You would have like. Uh, bulk outs. You'd be like designing the bulk outs and stuff like that. Oh man, I, I moved a lot of coconut water. I got a lot of bottles in hands. It was a lot of managing accounts, and then I was hooking so many comics up with free cases of coconut water. Yo, I never got any coconut water Yo, from you, dude, prick. It, it was you offered prick. for sure. I offered to everyone, man, because at the end of that gig, uh, they they had like I had like a warehouse full of coconut water, and they're like, "Yeah, the company wants to just wrap it up," and I was like, "Um, so what do I do with all this?" And they're like. Figure it out. <laughs> so I, I was I was asking comics. I'd be like, "Yo, you want you want some coconut water?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, sure." And they'd be, they'd be thinking like a case. And I'd show up with like a whole fucking like you know those like those things uh, like a like car, a dolly like a full dolly yeah, yeah, full, yeah. and be like, "Oh, we got one more trip." <laughs> and, you yo, were giving people case cases. Cases, man. Yeah. So they didn't even care if you sold it. You, they just say get rid of this. Well, shit. part of my job was uh, marketing at the first, which was just like get people to try it because it was at a time when. Would no you learned a lot from? that role clearly i can tell yeah, in everything yeah. you're doing now dude that I, was your boot camp right there it was it was good because i was doing comedy at night and then i was doing that all day every day so learning how they do business and then doing comedy at the same time when did uh you stop doing like the kind of like admin kind of stuff during the day um i stopped working like a job like that in uh i guess it would have been March 2019. Okay. Yeah. So it's been almost two, three years now coming up. Off of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, life is just, it's interesting out here in the, uh, in the ether. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, huh? Willing yourself forward into uh, whatever comes your way, manifesting it all. And you're killing it too, bro. I, I'm saying like straight up props to you. You're one of those guys who um, kind of got the lay of the land as far as how do we kick a tour off. These are all things that people don't realize. <clears throat> no one tells you this stuff. No one ever sets you aside and goes, this is how you do it, okay? You either like figure it out trial and error or someone kind of gives you some advice or in my case, I'm like, yo, this, these guys, they went out 
all over Canada. They figured out how to do it. And I asked you for advice and you kind of gave me a very comprehensive breakdown of like the approach. And I'm like, man, this is the fucking that's how you do it, because there's so many people out there right now that are like they are holding back. They're like, I'll tell him how to do this. But if he knows this part, then it, I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I no one told me that. So I'm not going to tell him that like this old like I got haze. So I'm a haze like. Yeah, yeah. No, I think a lot of it is like, uh, like even if I give people this information, then they realize how much work it is, oh, and dude. that's when they're like, oh yeah, and then you know they kind of just drop the ball themselves. So it's like I, I can give you the information, but I only know the way I've done it, and the way I've done it has been incredibly taxing and extremely rewarding. But and it, it's it's just <laughs> it's like an amount of work. It's where, so much work, especially at the start when you have no connections with anybody and and barely even a, a name too, like. At that first part, man, it was so much cold calling, and now it's like it's getting easier, but it's still a lot of work every time. Yeah, because you guys went out, you guys did press, you guys did this, so now you have like a, a track record, right? There's a paper trail to be like, this is what we've offered, this is what we've done, this is what we could bring. Because like we just did that Windsor show, and it's fucking awesome, and the bar owner was like, I'm not going to lie to you, I thought like 10 people were going to show up. And like I was not expecting much, and he's like, "The next time you come in Windsor, please, we'll we'll make sure that it how like they are fully committed to doing business with us in the future." And I'm like, "Fuck, this is what you'll get in every city that you do a good show." So that's kind of like what you build. You Johnny Appleseed things, like where you leave your trail of like, oh, those people they. They pack a house out type of deal. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And sometimes bar owners all know each other in like certain areas too. So they all start talking and like it just kind of snowballs from there a little bit. In certain areas, we've gotten that benefit. And even bar owners, sometimes they got like four bars in different cities. And so, like Alberta is a crazy part of our country. I know. Alberta <laughs> Alberta's pure America, by the way. Pure America? Alberta is America. Like having lived in America... And having gone to Alberta just recently for comedy, I'm like, this isn't... When you land in Alberta, there's a Chili's right there in the fucking airport. Like, yeah, yeah I can see that. I mean, America doesn't have uh, Canadian flags tied to hockey sticks on the back of every truck, but... Yeah, but they have American flags tied to regular <laughs> whatever American sticks. Yeah, you but know what we I mean? do it our Canada way. I'm just saying a lot of Albertans, I think, would take offense to be calling America. But they've got big flags... On the back of their pickup trucks, for which Canada. how exactly? It's for Canada. But how American is Not that? Not for though? America. It's for Canada. Half of those trucks had also like a smaller American flag. They're like, we're cool with you guys too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that there's no similarity, but yeah. But there's a lot of, they drink a lot and they fucking, it's like a, a very like workers type of province. Yeah. So they, they love entertainment. They're thirsty for entertainment. Did you, uh, you like lived in America. Did you ever live in a place like Alberta in America? I, dude, I would, uh, I didn't live in Tennessee, but I went to work to Tennessee all the time. Like you were saying, your coconut water. Yeah. My company, we made fuel tanks for cars. Okay. Plastic fuel tanks. So the, Plant was right outside Nashville, Tennessee, Gallatin, Tennessee. So I'd be in Nashville all the time. And Nashville is very like Toronto. Okay. But Tennessee is very like Alberta. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tennessee fucking Confederate flags and American flags all the time. No convoy needed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just flags. You ever, have you ever been a, next to a truck that has such a big flag on it that all you feel is like the, the dissipation of fuel? Like you're like, there is a cost of gas for just having this flag. <laughs> it's for my country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ain't no price like, for my country. Holy fuck. Sounds like a jet engine taking off this flag, man. Yeah. Huge flags. That's like pure ten. I love ten. I love that vibe. 
I love that vibe. To be yeah, honest. I mean, it's passionate. I love it. And Alberta is one of my favorite places in our country. It's uh, it's the place I've toured more than any other place in uh, in the in Canada. For mostly for COVID circumstantial. But what's reasons. your what's your favorite part? Like if you if you, you know, gotta put into words. My favorite part in Alberta. No, no, uh, not like what's your favorite thing about why? Why is Alberta your favorite? Uh, I, I mean, I love it just because they 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 don't close down for fuck all. Like like I they feel don't like care. there could be a meteor on its way, and half of them would be like, yeah, it's probably bullshit, <laughs> like and just show up to a show anyway. I love that shit. They're they're the most uh, loyal or like. Uh, you can re- reliable comedy audience. Really? Yeah. They just they they show up. They fucking want to do shit. They have money and they're ready to spend it on entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the, nice. That's the sense. I didn't even run my own shows. I just headlined a couple of shows out there. Always packed out. Everyone's fucking there to have fun. It's a blast. Mm-hmm. It was a blast. And I'm can't wait to take this thing out there to the west and to the east and just have some fun with it. But yeah. um in the meantime, are you are you states bound? Are you going? Are you going southbound? I, is not, Canada kicking you out of here with their glass ceiling, Andrew? <laughs> Tell me, Andrew. Are you working on a visa right I now? I don't want to turn this into one of those shit on the industry conversations. But oh, we're all right, man. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I mean, I uh, it's uh, the way I see the playing field is that like it's like uh, if North America were a gym, which like we go to different rooms to work on our comedy skills. So if North America were a gym, Canada is a squat rack. You could do everything you need to do to be really strong on the squat rack, but you can work on a lot of different things and improve and be more well-rounded comedian if you use the entire gym and do the whole thing. So, so by that, are you including Mexico or are you just saying America? Yo, I, anywhere. I mean, you could get Mexico in there <laughs> I too. You said North America, baby. I, I do. Uh, I'm sure Mexico City's got some English comedy games. I'm not looking at learning Spanish to do stand-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it could be. You'll be in Cancun. It'll be English yeah, only, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I just see like, I, like drop the nationalism out of it. It's just a fucking plane of like, there's just, there's just population and just, you got to go to different places, work on your act. So eventually I'll, I'll be able to get my my states thing. But it is so fucking challenging. <laughs> oh, it is. I actually, I'm telling people like a lot of uh, Canadian comedians, I just, the way I look at it is that's the grand stage. If you're a gladiator and you have been training, you got to go to the Coliseum. Yeah. Right? Which Coliseum is essentially New York or LA, New York more so for comedy. Obviously we know this, but like that's the Coliseum. That is the platform where the best come to sharpen their swords so to speak right totally so i'm amped to make my way down there as soon as i can make my way down there but man comics out here they're getting jaded up here they're like man it's like fucking 10 grand man fuck it it's like 10 grand and the way i look at it i'm like bro that's if life is like a game which life has a game like quality to it right yeah yeah the way i look at it is it costs ten thousand coins to unlock america (laughs) you know what i mean Sure. Yeah. I mean, both of us from a business background, you look at $10,000 as a business expense is a totally reasonable amount of money. To facilitate your growth and everything. Yeah. It's not fair that we have to. It's bullshit. bullshit. if that's the barrier to entry, it's not that, it's not unattainable. Exactly. It's not like I have 10 right now. I'll be like, here, take it. 10, that's nothing. But it's like, if that's the only thing that separates me from the grand stage and the ability to go and do that. And I already was in America for three years on an engineer's visa. Mm Mm-hmm doing it proper, you know, kind of doing exactly what you were doing. 
uh, that's why I was able to put this shit together because I was like, that's how you do it? Okay, let's go. Emails. I mastered this. Yeah. Email yeah. calls. Let's go. What's going on? I've yeah, that, that job you hated, it actually had some skills that you can apply. A ton, apparently. <laughs> it's like you said, you give people the map and they're like, oh, fuck this shit, you know? Yeah. This terrain is hazardous as fuck. It's like, I have to do how much work? Yeah. Yeah. It's nonstop, but dude, it feels so good when you do all that shit and they come out. Oh, uh, when it comes together, man, it's like that's the best. That was that got me through January because January was like a fucking everything's locked down again. The whole world stopped again, but only Canada actually. And yeah, like, yeah, right, ah. right. And so I was like, you know what? Who's not gonna shut down? Alberta's not gonna shut down. And I I worked so hard the entire month of January, and then I was on tour all of February. Fuck yes, I love it. Was it. Great. I love it when people come. This venue we went to, it's upstairs. So we're like, we're sitting there and like a couple like white couples came very early. And we're like, where's everybody else? I think, you know what I mean? And then finally the door opened. You hear the steps, the steps on the stairs coming up. And then it's just a flow of people, the steps, the steps. And every like 10 people, we just go up to each other like tsh, 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 tsh. 10 more people, 10 more people. Seat them, seat them, seat them. Bring the tables in closer, closer. Like we came, the venue had these tables all spread out. Mm. We're like, oh, guys, guys, guys. No, 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 no. Bring this way closer to the stage. Bring another table here. Tighten all of this. Yeah. And then just packed everybody into there. Brought them, everyone right to the front and packed it towards the back. Nice. We weren't like, go oh, sit wherever you want. We're like, you're sitting here and we're going to pack it towards the back. And man, once they were seated, we did the fucking oh, music control. It feels so good once it comes down to like, yo, we just got to give them the funny now. You know? Yeah. There's yeah. so much work. But yo, right now, there's just the funny. And that's the best feeling. And everything set up properly the way you want to do it. That's the best part, man. Every time we walk into a gig, it's like, okay, there's like a million things that need to change. But we get to, to, to do it. It's not like that. Here's your gig sheet. You show up and you're like, well, I guess this is going to be a shit gig. Exactly. I, exactly. Guess, we, I guess it's going to suck tonight. It's going to be one of those ones where it feels like work. Nah. No, we're in control. Yeah, you know, and and you know it. You got to get both things right. You got to work with the industry and kind of carve your own path. In the meantime, there's really no one way to do it. Just one or the other. Like they're not uh, mutually exclusive. But fucking just setting it up yourself, even though it's so much more work. God, it feels so much better. You get so much better at it too, to the point where it's not laboring. Like you're. Uh, mental energy doesn't feel like it's being drained by all these little things. Like the first time I had to set up a camera myself and try to figure out how like take the right angle and even just like how to get the right settings and everything. My whole mind is thinking about that. I'm like, I want to be thinking about my set or whatever. Now it's completely mindless. It's just yeah. something that just happens. It's like taking a shower. Like I can think about whatever I want while my my arms are just like, like autopilot together. Autopilot. Same yeah. here. Yeah, man. I'm literally just like, okay, ISO, drop the ISO. I had it set higher up because I was at a dark show. Bring it back to 1600 for the show. Start, format the card, the mic adjustment, bring it back up. Record, record, record. Oh, hello. Welcome back. Like I've done like episode 150. Like we are in the zone now, you know? That's a fucking good feeling. And on that note, dude, you've been like, you have stepped up your content creation game. Yeah, Big time, I, well, I've just been uh, trying to figure out how to create more and make and make stuff that I have fun making, and that's been a challenge. But I have, I'm lucky. I've got some people uh, around me that inspire You've been me. I doing mad stuff collabs with Nima. That's fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. goat, the social goat. Shout out to Nima Nas. Yeah, yeah. Yo, oh, oh, man, Nima got called out on Flagrant too. How sick was that, so yo? Gary, Gary V called him, and I quote, a fucking beast. 
dude, that was the best because <laughs> the so first good. one, they're like, is this the best guy? Is this the best guy? He's like, it's a fucking beast. Yeah. And they're all, they watched the full video. They laughed at every like punch that he had. Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, dude. I was like so fucking happy for the guy, man. I was man, like, yes. It's been beautiful watching him flesh that uh, impression out, adding all the different components to it. Like starting, he, like he did the, the nail biting thing. thing. Yeah, he yeah. was the first guy to do that. The way he moves his hand now. I cannot watch a Gary V video and not see Nima in the process. It's like, like he mastered yeah, it. Yeah, like Nima's doing all of the little components to it. And it's, it's so, so funny. Nima's on a next level. What's it like even yeah. working with this guy like... Um, it's mad productive, man. Yeah, it's so yeah I can nice. imagine. Because we like, uh, when I know that I'm working with him, I'm like, okay, like from like a month out when we have it planned, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm working with Nima. Like, like Nima's built a world, and I go, okay, and he's got a team too. Yeah, and uh, but I mean, like a world of world of like the different characters and con- oh yeah, content yeah, yeah, absolutely, formats. absolutely, yeah, yeah. And so uh, when I'm writing for it, I'm just like uh, like writing off of like what can I do with the Persian character? What can I do with uh, Gary V? What can I do with every single like guy he's got and then we have a, a meeting the week before on a call just to discuss different ideas see which ones we're vibing with and then um when we show up like at the house man like it's crazy we can shoot like six tiktoks and four sketches all in like in like five six hours and it's just like then editing after that but it's dense but you guys don't edit on site you guys like no no it's all fact. like when we're together yeah. it's all about just, just creating we're writing some some of the sketches will improvise some that we just chat it out and then shoot it and uh that though man think about nima that's like so incredible not only is he like super talented and funny but he is the best at just like simplifying the execution of an idea I, I can overcomplicate a lot. I'm like, oh, like, oh, if we do the green screen, we got to have this effect. He's like, no, then, no, 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 no. And then no, he'll yeah, be yeah. like, no, no, you shoot me, you shoot, the, uh, um, I'll shoot you. We'll just go bing, bang, boom. And like, it's always like much, he's got a very streamlined way of put, putting ideas together into formation. And oh, I love it. It's, yeah. Uh, it's super fun. And, and yeah. He's cool. been doing it for years. And yeah. it's just like acting. It's just like stand up. It's just like anything. Anything you do for fucking years, there's just a fluidity to it where it's just like, whoa. It's like you were talking about with cameras. It's like, this guy's in the zone. Anytime he comes, does the podcast, he's like, he's like, we gotta shoot two things. Like for me to justify coming and doing a podcast with you, we gotta do two clips. We gotta do the podcast and then shoot like two ideas at least. Yeah, at least you know, because I'm like Nima's on density, and then right after he's got like two podcasts lined up. I'm yeah, like, this yeah, guy yeah. does not. And the like, whole time he's doing all that, he's shooting a vlog. I know, right? <laughs> it's I'm like, like it's Jesus all Christ. layered on top of itself. It's great. But he's unstoppable. He's like a juggernaut. You know, mm-hmm. it's pretty exciting to see what the world, uh, what guys like him and other like killers in the scene, what will become of kind of like their comedic career in the decades oh, yeah. to come. They're going to be the names. So exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's uh content is definitely one avenue and it seems to be like there's a, there's a few guys rising up through the ranks through it and it's really it what, what I love about it is that it feels like I have autonomy over my uh future to more degree than like when uh when I'm like shooting like self tapes or like relying on You're like other people waiting on an me. email. Like, it's just like building out the tour was like something I just took upon myself, started doing, and like, boom, now I can go headline. I'm going to go headline Absolute. Yo, congrats on that, by the way. My man, headline his first weekend dates, official Absolute Comedy Club, Toronto? Uh, And Ottawa, yeah. And Ottawa, check my man out. Yeah, so that would have never happened if uh, I hadn't like rented the club out my first time doing it, uh, run the tour through it, and then now it's like this, and then running the tours and stuff. So with content, it just feels like everyone's got this camera, and it's like that Gary Vee rant. 
yeah, it's yeah. this class. Just, just, just shoot do yourself. Yeah. Just shoot yourself. Uh, so, but like, it, it feels like I have autonomy. I can be like, here's like my ideas on this and pump it out a certain amount of content every single day. And um, it, the best part about it, one thing that helped me change my thinking on it, because a lot of people feel cringe looking at themselves all the time, yeah. like all that stuff. But when you put something out on social media and it bombs, no one sees it. No one saw it. Exactly. So it's not even like bombing in front of like a group of people. Where they are looking where at Where everyone's you. looking at you. It's literally like no one saw it. It right. bombed. And then uh, so that like freed me up a little bit just mentally and, and just uh, just to put out as much as you can. Because like when it comes down to it, really, the, the quality judgments up to the, the people, not not really yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I've had this conversation with a lot of other people where it's like you'll have an idea. You're like, yo, I'm going to kill him with this one. Bombs. And then a fucking side idea is the thing that is resonates with the world. You yeah, know? You're yeah. Like, what the People fuck? are like, yo, that idea. And you're like, I you're didn't. Like, I just fucking was watching a thing and I was like, oh, what if I did this? Yeah. And then that's the one. And you're like the one that you're like, I, I can't. You're like, post it. And you're like looking at notifications. You're like, what? There has to be a mistake. <laughs> I don't. Honestly, I can name at least like five different times where I almost deleted a TikTok that actually ended up doing over a million. Yeah. And it, it like blows my mind. I'm like. But, like, obviously, there's the odd time where I'm nailing it right. But, yeah. like, then there's the odd time where I'm like, that one? Like, how is it that how, one? How? Yeah. And, you know, you just kind of roll with it. Keep making. It's crazy, dude. It really is crazy. It's a mind game. And you're right. With the bombs, because I used to also want to, like, delete them. Like, I had, like, I was like, fuck, I don't want, the, I don't want a bad performance one to be in the feed or to be in my portfolio, we'll say. But then yeah. I'm like, fuck it, dude. I have hundreds. Do all of them have to be great? Does every one of them, like, is every one of my bits a closer? Fuck no. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So exactly. it's like there has to be a range. There has to be this video that really differentiates and shows that this video is fucking amazing. It's not, it's not like, let me just delete everyone. Erase all the mistakes, right? It's like mm-hmm. you're not really doing yourself any favors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting to a point where with content and, like, what's out there available for entertainment, it's to a point where it's, like, you'll only be able to see uh, the stuff that is wanting, like, that the most people want to see. Like, it's for someone to actually go through all your stuff and find, like, the depths of everything that you've made, if you're just burying the shit with the good. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what, so, just drop another one. If it was bad, that's a push to put out another one ASAP, if anything. There you go. Rather than delete it, you know? Mm-hmm. But what's uh what's going on? What are you focusing on these days, man? Uh, right now, I mean, I had I set a goal at the beginning of the year. I want to break. Them. I want to take over the world. I wanna, yeah, I want to. <laughs> and then Putin got going. I was yeah, like, come like, on, fuck. that was my thing. Shit. What the fuck? No, uh, I set a goal at the beginning of the year, like amongst a bunch of other goals, but I wanted to get over a million on TikTok. Yeah. So that's uh, one of my working goals that I'm just striving for, which Fucking is good because right, at the beginning dude. of the year I was at like. 56,000 followers. What are you at now? Uh, like 540. Yeah, it's just a nice growth. Fuck Exciting. Right, bro. Are you stitching a lot? I'm doing a lot of reaction videos. Yeah. And it, I've I've decided on an audience, basically. It, is that what you kind of... Is that how it goes? I Like, you got to decide? Well, I mean, it, it wasn't completely intentional, but once I caught, like, a, a hook, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Is I it can, man news? Exactly. Yeah. Man news. And so now... <laughs> My following is 91% men. men. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, yo, ladies, I mean, by all means, yeah. it's for you too. You are a woman, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you can totally join too. But um, yeah, right now it's the dudes and a lot of stuff that make dudes like just basically go primal. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, uh, what was it called? What was that one? 
uh, Spike TV. Yeah. You're such a TikTok Yo, Spike, I love TV. Spike TV. Yeah, there yeah, you go, yeah. dude. You're doing Spike Man, TV TikTok. Yeah, I've content. been referencing Spike TV in a few of my videos that have like reminded me of it. Because there was this like there was this really good video of a squirrel trying to catch this like uh, this treat, and this person had designed this like obstacle course for it. And I was like, oh, this is exactly like MXC. This is. Just, did you ever watch MXC? No. What's oh that? my God. MXC was the best show. What was it? What was it? it was, is that the Japanese? It, it was like Wipeout or uh, or like Ninja Warrior, what they have okay, today. Okay, okay, yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, it was like Japanese. And wait, wait, was this Japanese? It was dubbed over. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Japanese. I'm, I'm like 99% sure I would go with Japanese if I'm Because I think. Guess. They're like in shitty vehicles and they fall in water and shit. Um, they have all different types of courses. Some of them were like there was, and they the whole show was dubbed over by American like comedians. So they were just making jokes the entire time, and even the names of the obstacle courses they would make fun of. Like one, it was always like some like really like baseline. Like it would be like uh, sinkers and floaters stuff yeah. like that where like and there's all these rocks and they have to run across it but some of the oh, rocks oh dude I fall, grew up and they, on that would shit eat that's what I'm saying I, I was love like, that how shit. did you not even remember no I don't remember the name of it and every time they would, I watched the 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 original ones with uh, like subtitles. Oh, okay. Because it was like, oh, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't Yeah, these ones were always like really like ridiculous voices. And they would, when they come up and they always like say their name or whatever. Yeah. They would always, what is like, your they would always say something really like absurd. Like, it'd be like, I never knew my father. And then it'd be like, and then they'd go into it. And it's just like all these jokes like that. There was one where uh, they would drop a ball from very up high. And the person would have a bucket and it would be all this mud. And they'd have to run trying to catch the ball from where. <laughs> Wherever it falls, and then they would have to dive and hopefully catch the ball. But either way, they get a face full of mud. Oh man, love that stuff. Was that on Spike? Was so on they Spike got TV. the rights and they did that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, brilliant, brilliant idea. Probably such an inexpensive show to yeah, make. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do you remember any comic voices? Like, I don't know specifically who they would have been. I was way too young to like even yeah to to maybe like it would it would not have been anybody like notable in stand up. It would have been. Somebody hustling and trying to, you know, just gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I thought it would have been like the, the like David Tell or like some New York comics, like they just maybe. I it would be interesting to find that out, but I'm not sure off the top of my head. Jokes and that shit all came to it. Like Spike TV. Does anybody is there is that channel network still exist? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. TV is just a different thing now, huh? Yeah. yeah. You were talking about self tapes. Are yeah. you are you doing the acting thing? Are you also flexing that muscle on the side? I mean, anything my agents get me, I I do. And then as far as booking things, uh, you got nothing. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing coming out. Yeah. Okay. Don't expect it. There's nothing even in the works. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dude, yeah no, dude. I, I like sometimes things come up, but um, yeah. I mean. I, the thing is, I'm not like actively being like, I will be an actor and this is the craft that I'm yeah, going yeah, to do. Yeah. I'm trying. No, I would love to uh, do it in order to propel my name and, and presence in the entertainment industry. The package industry. of what you are. Yeah. But, um, and I have a profound respect for people who are acting and, and, you know, actually like develop these characters that are completely outside of their own wheelhouse of their actual character and like the the subtlety to it is incredible but here but, comes uh, the destruction destruction but that but, being uh, said yeah that being said uh, no i mean fucking losers my focus is is stand up and and just all things comedy so um like yeah. you want to get signed with all things comedy Exactly. No, <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. Do yeah. they sign people? I don't even know. I think it is. Do my album, yeah, All yeah. Things Comedy. And I'm also working on uh, on putting together a comedy album, too. Like yeah, the, yeah. The I want to put it out together an AP uh, yeah. this year. 
Nice, Fucking man. right. Get on that sound like, exchange, dude. Yeah, yeah, Bro, yeah. man. Dude, I, I was, I've been putting it off for so long, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think I'm at a place where I have material that I would actually like to like time capsule for like a, a time in my life. But uh, yeah, it's nuts when you start hearing about the money people are making. I'm like, oh, this is like actually a thing of value oh, dude. that I need to uh, put out because I think I could put out a really fun one, really good one. The way I'm looking at it is like if you... The problem with Canadians is like, let's say you put the money together to get a U.S. visa, then you fucking land in New York, and then it's like, okay, how am I paying my rent? You know, I was just touring around Canada, right? I figured that out, but now I'm here. I'm trying to get my, I'm footing in this scene, yeah. Before I run out and try to do shows here and there, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you actually support yourself? And the key to that is you with albums, dude. One fucking. Uh, shout out to my man Keith Pedro He set me aside one time And he was just like You know he's had, he's had a bunch of albums out And he's just like Dude like Put out an EP man Like Get on Sound Exchange dude Like You know this is the way For you to actually get Some money from Like passive money From what you have built comedically mm -hmm. And I was Nobody has ever said that to me You know what I mean I was always like I was always had in my hand I was like Oh I can't until I hit the 10 year mark, I can't release anything. I, I, this is something I went in with. Yeah, yeah, an yeah. arbitrary number I set in 2016. You know what I mean? 10 years. And then, and then now it's like, more than anything, it's like you said, I want a time capsule, but more than anything, I want to put all my bangers, everything that I've been doing, leaning on, put it there just to force me to start new stuff. Because a lot of this stuff, I'm, half of it, I'm fucking sick of. Yeah, I'm yeah. sick of. And I, I just want to force myself to be like, that's out even though these people probably never heard it i'm gonna assume they heard it yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm gonna bring them the new b stuff that's gonna hopefully i'll make a stuff eventually 100 percent. yeah for me it was always uh i was like who the f who's listening to albums like i didn't know anyone was because honestly like I, I don't know none of my friends are like i didn't go up on listening to albums on spotify or anything a lot of people don't even know you can listen to a comedy album on spotify and uh, so I didn't even know people were listening. But now, like after hearing about the the network of radio stations throughout the Sirius XM, the states, America, and, yeah, then it's like, oh, okay, there is a, a market for it. Like I didn't even I didn't even know that for a long time. And I was talking to Noor Kidwai, he's another comedian out here. He's like, yeah, he's like one bit. It's 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 track by track, so like bit by bit. And he's like, yeah, one bit will just. He's got like this. Um, He's got this one bit about uh, Generation X or some shit, like Gen Zs or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's like, that one just fucking took off. Like, sometimes one will just take off. And, like, all of the fucking traffic revenue you're getting is just off one bit that killed. No one fucks with anything else on your album. <laughs> well, I'm not saying this is the case with him, but he was like, yeah. you'll see one takes off. And then at one six months, nothing. And this other one suddenly takes off. So it's like you don't even understand what exactly is happening out there. Yeah, you yeah. just trail back and kind of look at what's being played in the analytics. And that is fucking interesting to me. Like I want to put my 90-second minimum to a track, 30 minutes at least for an EP. You put, you know, 10 bits or whatever the fuck. I'm excited to just put that out and just be like, what do people fuck with the Is most? that the rule? You have to be 90 seconds 90-second minimum for a minimum. track. That's what oh, okay. he told me. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah, and he said... Um, okay, so this is good to know too. Uh, you'll probably appreciate this. Keep your track short because every time, if you you can have your track up to like five minutes, but if you have a five minute bit, divide it into track one, track two. Because every time someone is on SiriusXM listening to your bit and they change SiriusXM, this is registered as a loss event for them. Ah. 
Interesting. Longer tracks have longer loss events, yeah. and that makes them not play you as much. Wow. So keep your tracks 90 seconds to like two and a half minutes max type of deal. True. Yeah, so I'm that's like, thank advice. you, brother. But I'm like, I dude. That's most of my shit is in that realm anyway. Same, I have the same, odd same. story that builds out, but yeah, that's helpful to Exactly. Know. It's like, this is, you got to piece together this advice. This, it's like lore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's one of those things. Like, when I got into acting, there's a book called Audition. There's a thousand books on acting. There's fucking content creation is is the new stand up in the sense that there's it's just the wild west, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like stand up, it's like that shit's been around for like six, seven, eight decades. And there's like a couple books on how to write a joke and yeah. how to this and stories from the road. But there's no like for especially for Canadians. And I'm like, this is something like in my career I'd actually love to do. Would actually sit with some other comedians and be like put together like a 50 page thing of like truly this is how I would approach this if I were getting into this now. Yeah. Because yeah. I could already put 10 pages in that right now just in with what I've seen and there's nothing out there like that. They're like a setup is like this, right? This is a setup, all right? You got to lead them this way and with the punch, swoop, you cut the head off and then you know, like this is what's out there. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's not, there's nothing about, okay, this is that this is the deal with doing comedy on cruise lines. This is the deal with festivals. This is the deal with visas. This is the deal with this. And keep in mind, this is timed in you know 2035. So obviously, this will change or whatever the fuck. But like, yeah, yeah. actually, put this stuff out there because nobody gives a fuck to you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could argue just for the sake of argument that like, it, if you want to find it, you can find it. It's just more challenging that way in like the sense like people, you can grab the information. It would be nice to have it, the playbook set out for you. It but wouldn't even be a playbook. It would just be a reference book. Yeah. Because there's really almost no play. The playbook it's for comedy like, get on stage. Yeah, just still just figuring out like how, how do you apply that is really the the key difference. And, and by that point, dude, imagine now that TikTok has come out and did what it did to social media. What the fuck is the next thing? All these new ones try to pop up and be like, "We're five second videos, yeah. we're four second videos." Well, I don't. I would. I don't even think that's what TikTok did to change the game. What they did to change the game is they valued watch time over anything. So it didn't matter your clout, didn't matter followers, didn't matter anything. Nothing mattered except can't did how often or for what. How long are they watching it? What percentage of that video did people watch? And then like lower in the ranks was like did they like it did they interact with it did they save it did they share it but mainly that's the game changer that really like i mean that let them skyrocket because it leveled the playing field yeah like you could open up the app as some random person and create a video that gets seen just as many times as kim, kim kardashian so to speak yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Joel Edmonston, another very fun, funny comic in the scene. Shout scene. out to Joel. He, uh, he, I love seeing people's approaches to using these apps, and his was so different and and just great. He took this video of his cat in a bathtub and then narrated on on the back of it, just be like, "Hey, it's my cat." And he's like, "It was very authentic." And then he like posted it. It was like his first TikTok. And then the next time he opened the app, it had over a million views. Yeah, yeah. He's got like, he's got like ten thousand followers. 
I, he's at like 140 now because he's put out like four of those videos. The guy's got like six videos out. And he's six? got like 140,000 followers. They're all the cat videos. Because they're like, yo, we love your cat. <laughs> and then he's got like uh, in his, in his um, like whatever link you put there. Yeah. He has his Amazon wish list for different cat items that like toys that cats can play with. So it's just like a, such a silly way to like it's interact with your audience. Like, hey, do you want to feed the content that's going to come out next by buying a toy for my cat? That's so it's fucking It's so funny. silly. And I, uh, yeah, I love great. that. I love that. I'm just in for me. I'd be like, do you ever see his face in the videos? Or is it just his? I think one of the videos, I yeah. think you see his face. Because like whatever I do, I have a thing in deep down where it's like I'm doing this thing. So someone one day they see me on a marquee or a thing and they go, oh, that guy. Let's go live. That's all of this is for that. Yeah. You come see me live. That's what this is all for. You know what I mean? No shit. Yo, no shit talking to Joel at all. Like, he'll probably end up murdering that whole profile. And that's uh, that's one of the places that that type of shit can fucking kill it. But I'd be like, fuck, how do I get my face with this cat? I'd be like narrating with the cat. Remember me? I do stand up. Oh, meow, meow, meow. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, mean, I do stand up. Meow, meow, meow. He can, he'll probably figure out a way to pivot it and everything. But that's the view I have on content as well. It's like, uh, there's something that happens and people noticed it when we went from just audio to like having TV and having movies and stuff. But like if people see you on a screen, especially every single day, they see you on a screen. Then when they see you in real life, this weird thing happens. And I watch it happen with Che all the time. Shout out to Che Dorena. He's been on the pod a couple of times. Okay, yeah. sick. Yeah. So I see I see it happen. We go to dinky ass small towns. People's minds melt when they see him because they're like, dude, dude, the guy that talks about buttholes online. Like <laughs> I love it, dude. And I and I've tasted a little bit of that just in Waterloo, where on our way to setting up, we went to Step Shawarma. And I guess Waterloo's got a lot of like kids who fuck with my TikTok. They're like, one guy goes, yo, you're on TikTok. And then I'm like, and then I'm with Jesse and Mo. I'm like, yeah. Nice, and then yeah. they're all like, yeah. They all like are freaking out. And I'm like, and then we just go in and show them a joint, just get in line. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, We're yeah. like, yeah, yo, yo, keep following. Just, just fucking get in line right after that. It's so weird. Yeah. The emotional roller coasters you go through sometimes. Totally. Yeah. I had that for the first time I got recognized. Uh, like last week I went out to a bar. I went to the bartender. I was like, like man yeah. news. He, he, he was like, you're the ice guy. You're the ice guy. Cause I have these videos of like, every time there's an ice video, I react off of it. Cause like my followers fucking love it. They love ice. So like breaking ice, Oh, gotcha, throwing gotcha. ice off of a bridge, gotcha. taking a, a very nice piece of ice and just dropping it eloquently. Like any, I, just, I am, I am a fucking uh, aficionado on of ice videos. I know every nuance <laughs> to the break, to the sound chosen, to the whether the sound was edited or if it was actually a sound that was from the original video or was that the sound from Minecraft, which I have become attuned to. Okay? Do you have a crazy I, iceberg or Yeah, ice there's sound? an ice breaking sound in Minecraft that dudes find super satisfying. So what will happen is an ice video will come out and then the original sound will be there, but someone else will comment, be like, do the Minecraft sound. And then they'll make another video editing the Minecraft sound in. And then everyone goes, yo, he did it. And so, yeah, that's a lot of, uh, that's a good little corner of my content. So like if you, if you like um, uh, saw like a big glacier did something, you'd be like, oh, fuck, like. Like some big glacier in Antarctica broke a huge glacier. You're like, I'm on this type of shit. I mean, it helps if it's like a man that pushed it. 
you know oh, if, like if, if humans it, are involved oh yeah if it, it definitely it, it's uh it's something that like it you know it's it's tapping into that manly like, <laughs> like that impulse yeah. of like just throwing a stick and seeing it break you yeah know? okay like it that's or that's, a big rock it, high up into water essence. that's my favorite exactly oh yeah that's like, oh, good fuck, too. Oh, fuck. yeah yeah I, I love those ones too yeah anything that's satisfying that satisfies your your manhood that's fuck uh yeah. that's, I, and i stay away from thirst traps no thirst traps really. yeah that's not my my corner that's so funny. It's like you gotta know what it is, huh? Yeah, yeah. What did what has Nima like bestowed upon you? Like his approach? Are you trying to build like a world now at this point? Like you're saying a, a corner of my shit? Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. You're like, so you're like the ice is in the corner. Yeah, like uh, it's more like yeah, just pivoting forward and like, and I think mainly it's just keeping it fun. What I drew, what I drew from Che and Nima is like this, uh, this push to just kind of make stuff a lot and make a lot of it and figure out something that you can make anywhere too. Like the great thing about man news that I came like together with is that like, I need a blazer. Uh, well, that's the thing. I have to travel with a blazer. Now, no, you just got to go to Valley Village to get a new shitty blazer. No, yeah, it, bro. no, I've been traveling. Go to the bathroom, put it on, go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this just did. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, when I was on tour, I literally just need a wall and a window and I can shoot like man news. So uh, just having that ability to like make sure there's, there's no hurdles that come up just because life changes around. That yes, was huge. Yes. And, um, and then, yeah, just figuring out how to like pivot and continue pushing it in different areas because the birth of it was through were you uh aware of the trend that happened with che at the beginning of the year the, no the great war of 2022 no no okay this was a very tiktok specific thing but it took over all the fyps at one point and basically that's for you page for all the older people yeah so that's like I'm the gonna, zone i'm i this is i'm gonna pre preface this with this is a warning this is gonna go deep okay, okay. And, and but you can come along with me Let's okay so we've got uh there's a guy named the vantalord this is a great creator out of south africa who's considered to be the high god of the council of men okay okay this is birthed out of the idea that there is a council that judges all things that are man related as if like, on tiktok on, on anywhere okay. like as in being a man so if like some guy were to like release some secret about like him scratching his nuts and then smelling it yeah uh, the, the council would speak to be like could call the council and the council would be like you're fucked up man like don't don't give away our secrets like it's a big joke right? yeah okay, okay okay so anyway the chase starts releasing these like these like little secrets about men it becomes like a, a type of content that he's making one of them being like like uh the, it all started with um how like we, we put our hand in our pockets sometimes we're just doing that so we can scratch our nuts or like adjust them yeah and then so that spawned in the vantalord when like he's gone rogue he's like releasing our secrets well we need to come at him and then che went like yo i'm rogue this is what i do i like to destabilize everything you guys aren't gonna stop anything and he released a whole bunch of other secrets and then that sparked this whole debate of everyone calling on their creators to then choose a side between the rogue or the council yeah and so like thousands of creators and thousands of videos were all coming out of this i was like cool i'm gonna be the news that covers this and i, I started man news and then that started to catch well, did that kick off man news? that's how it kicked off oh, and it shit. was just like then man news was starting i was following every creator that made a video I, I would like like come up with a whole bunch of jokes and put it in a newscasty way and start out of that and then after that trend started to like fade it got on espn which was oh no nuts. way yeah. that's hilarious what yeah. do they call it well richard jefferson um one of the commentators on espn uh he's very 
like uh, he's very active on TikTok, and so during the ESPN uh, breakdowns of games, he would like point out people falling. Like, see that? That's why he supports the, he supports the rogue. That's what happens when you support the rogue and you support Che. And he literally said that on live TV, so everyone went like nuts. That's and crazy. so crazy. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. I love that shit. So after that kind of moved forward, <laughs> then I just kind of pivoted to other things. Did this, is this still I going felt. on or did this end? Uh, so rogue it ended up, versus council. You, uh, yeah, the council versus the rogue, and uh, there's it's still on discord there's still like a community on discord which i'm not really familiar with that app but it's like uh, yeah it's talking to be like, my friends did. that's where they talk when they game discord. yeah so it's like there's like this cult following of like sixty thousand people that are like continuing to want to to keep spurring that world along but it ended up like just kind of moving through a phase like everything does on tiktok with trends yeah so then i just pivoted to other stuff and found other stuff i liked reacting to for men and then it, it continued to work so yeah Fuck, dude. TikTok is like, <laughs> TikTok is a fucking Yo, organism. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's nuts. Sometimes I go on that app, but I'm just like, it's so addictive. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's very. Like what you are seeing is exactly what you want to see. It's what your eyes get stuck on. Yeah, man. yeah. And I would get stuck on that. Man, one of the most frustrating types of videos I would get stuck on is it's all chaos. No, no questions are answered, but all questions are coming forward. Like just a chaotic video of like you're seeing shit and you're just like, you want to know what the like the solved thing is, but like it like never. What are you seeing? A puzzle? Are you seeing broken shit? No, no. It would be like. Uh, There'd be like a guy talking to the camera being like, oh, man, what the fuck is that? I'm gonna like, it looks like a fight's going to break out. But then he falls backward into like a convertible car. And then a dude out, out of the trunk gets out and he's in full football uniform and starts doing this other weird. Di- like, that's the kind oh, of like, like nothing's chaos. connected. It's chaos. just chaos is happening. But like, why is it all smoothly put together? This is the shit that that's comes the shit. Because your- I can't help but be like, what's going on? <laughs> dude. The sometimes I'll go on um, TikTok. I haven't been posting as much as do now that I'm talking to you. I'm like, I gotta revamp my TikTok. I went hard during COVID originally. Yeah. Like, when COVID first hit, I went hard on TikTok, uh, and then when we went back to stand up, I just kind of was like that thing in me that was like, ah, I just get on stage. Mm-hmm. But I'm like. Now that I'm here and all you guys, I'm like, fuck, I got to get back on there. I got to do my thing. But every time I want to post, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go on there. I'm going to post something. Let's just see what's popping on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I'll open up TikTok. I'll start going through my, you know, my little feed. And uh, it'll be like 10 minutes later. Mm -hmm. And I was just, I'm just watching videos. And I don't, and and, and I'll I'll stop at one point. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I. I came on here to, to get an idea to spur my creativity. Yeah. I'm just watching shit now. I don't even know if I'm going to post something. I'm just I'm just consuming now. Like it's so addictive. It's so hard to compartmentalize. Uh yeah, I mean it's it's very very challenging in that sense for sure. I don't open TikTok before like at night. I don't open TikTok. Like if I'm on the couch I will, but like if I'm near bed cuz I know it's just going to be like it'll never end. Mm-hmm. It'll never end, and yeah. then like uh, once the point we go, okay, fuck, I gotta stop. Now I'm already wired. Like I'm not. It's not like I'm gonna crash now. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. I mean, uh, one thing that's helped me with that because I've, I've experienced a ton of that is uh, is just having like a an idea of like the format that you can create, like uh, creating like something that like Man News is my format and that's my baseline. So I know I got like I can go 
uh, and just like make a bunch of those and then do a couple trends and then get out, you know, and just be like, there's my compartmentalized, like creating time. Yeah. I used to be good. I used to wake up during COVID like first hit. I used to wake up every day. I had a rule. It was five ideas every day. I'd be writing. And my show was more like sketchy stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which takes way longer to shoot. Takes way longer to shoot. It's ideas, right? Yeah. And it, a lot of it did. And I gained traction and everything. And then once the stitches came out and reactions came out, pretty much what happened was TikToks really started to prioritize use of these things. So then your regular things weren't doing as well. They weren't being driven by the algorithm as much. Mm -hmm. So then I just started being like, fuck, I got to do this to, to, to make it work. So fuck it. And then that, that drove me away from it. But then eventually I came to the idea. I'm like, okay, I mean, whatever the limitations they set, whatever it is you got to do to play with the algorithm, I can make it work. I mean, if it really comes down to it, and I know go these paths and you get a big boost, I can make it work in those. It's yeah. really was just a laziness thing because comedy came well, back. Yeah, and I was I, like, ah, I don't, I don't want to stitch everything. I, I yeah. did that. Like, I when just comedy came back for me, I, I dropped it. As, I got as lazy. Well. Like, I, I did a lot during the pandemic, and then that like six months from like July all the way to December, I was like posting like once or twice, maybe a few times a week. But yeah, like, that's, that's that max. But, yeah. but when we locked down again, that's when I was like, well. Fucking, I was supposed to go on a trip that got canceled because of COVID. And then that week is when I started to fucking figure shit out. And, like things started like to spiral. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's like never ending either. Like, I mean, I'm at a place right now, but like, I still have to think about like, what's my next thing? What's the next? Once the like, shift pivot? happens, what's the next shift happening? Where do I want to go with that? And then, uh, staying in like the idea of like, yo, let's just like, this is fun. Like, let's just be like, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm sitting in boxers with a blazer on yeah. doing my, my content yeah. for my news network that I'm continuing to build. We've got multiple characters here at the news network that I, I voice all of them and it's just like silly and stupid and uh it's it's fucking it's fun to do we've got the intern we've got the weather guy who hasn't been around since they he got in a fight with that anchor they they brawled it out big black eye yeah. the whole thing um and then uh yeah we've got the traffic guy too we got we got a number of guys coming through but mainly the producer i mainly talk back and forth with the producer of the show dude you've gotten me pretty inspired i think uh i think i may wipe the dust off my TikTok and well, it's a game right now. Right now, for the the creative like playing field, the way I see it for uh, growth and places to actually finagle the the algorithms, you've got a competition between Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. YouTube's doing shorts, TikTok's doing TikTok, and Instagram's trying to figure out reels. reels. Yeah. So you've got those three, and they're all boosting the shit out of them, trying to figure out who's going to be able to keep eyes on the screen. And audiences, so you will use one app for the most part. Most people use one app. If you're a YouTube person, you're an Instagram person, or you're a TikTok person. And so you can use your content and spread it out Oh, everywhere. I do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, 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 like, and it's just a matter of like just be everywhere. I do that for this places. podcast. I do that very Dude, well. You, you do incredible. I mean, I know how much work it goes into like especially editing a podcast yeah, like this yeah. like you're doing an incredible job i appreciate you and, and and it's got a little bit of a following on, on instagram tiktok youtube that i'm like okay i'm just gonna keep doing this thing and that's good but more so like my personal tiktok and my personal creative efforts i was in the zone once upon a time and like all of these random people that do every one of these random people that come up to me like on the way to windsor 
we stop at Tim Hortons and some Sudanian guys like, yo, you on TikTok? It's always TikTok every single time. It has never been, yo, you on Instagram? Have you seen you on YouTube? No, never. TikTok 100% of the time. And still, deep down, I'm like, ah, then I got to go do the five ideas a day and figure it out. But I think what I need to do is kind of do the approach that you were saying that like Che and these guys are taking, which is like find what is you and create a vehicle that just expresses that in a yeah, simple I mean, type of way. Like the first time we make content, the first time you make content, you're just like, I'm going to make something or I'm a comedian. So I'm going to write sketches. Like that's the most lateral, most like a to B thought of like what we're going to go make. Right. And yeah, yeah, like it, sketches are super fun to make, but then you make them and they're incredibly time consuming. You got to shoot them. The oh, editing is yeah. extremely time consuming. And at the end of the day, you're really just trying to get that thing down to under a minute so yeah. that it's useful on all these different things. So there's, there's that. But then um, like if you can make, Make something like Che's the best piece of advice from Che was like, what can, how can you make the way he approached his content before he had any following was he was like, he's like, I'm going to start using TikTok and I just want my content to be the easiest to make. I want it yeah, to be exactly. extremely easy. It's you. To make. It's just you. Yeah. It's just your flow of consciousness of you and what people are gripping to is you. Yeah. It's you and you're having fun. And then boom, bing, bang, boom. And then, and then like and then like there's like a couple other things you can do like the call to action at the end is, is yeah, pretty yeah, I know huge, huge and then um just figuring out how to hook and and stuff but mainly just having fun reacting have a good time i love it yo i before we end this podcast i gotta ask you about something I, when you you got trapped in like southeast asia yeah, <laughs> i yeah, just yeah. remember that when you were i forget what you're saying how your trip got canceled you got trapped you were like abroad when shit went down and i remember you're just like i'm in thailand doing a show bangkok like i can't come home i'm just doing shows what the fuck happened where were you yeah so i was doing the the tour through southeast asia that i just kind of like finagled and uh, i was in singapore malaysia thailand how was it by the way amazing man it was so cool to be in that part of the world i had never been there I've never before. been to southeast asia southeast asia is, everyone is says great. Southeast asia, southeast oh man it's so it's very inexpensive beautiful the weather is you do great, vietnam great yeah vietnam one of my favorite places yeah. and oh my god it's so inexpensive to like i know the four dollars for your hostel room and includes free beer for an hour hour at in the evening like Damn, they charge that, beer by the hour the, the happy hour is uh it means free beer and you're like haha funny yeah. no like literally free beer for an hour like whatever like yeah, at like, the end, yeah so you, i mean yeah you're living the hostel life and doing that whole thing um but yeah vietnam like the views there man you we went to do did this thing called the hajang loop which is like it like they actually shot parts of king kong throughout vietnam um, so like imagine that kind of misty like yeah, yeah. it's like the, drastic, the first drastic park yeah, it's like wild and you're just ripping on this semi-automatic scooter all over these like crazy spiraling mountains Fuck with yeah. mist and oh man that's okay. like where top gear in them go isn't it or would it not Probably. fit a car yeah, would uh, it fit a car yeah, yeah you could go with a smaller car yeah. but yeah those it literally looks like one of those racetracks where it's like, like winding, the hairpin yeah turns, these yeah. crazy spins and stuff um but yeah so the, the the trip was incredible we're going through i left december 2019 and i was like four months into it 
went through Vietnam, flew to Manila in the Philippines, and then oh, like I went to two islands. And the first island was on the west coast, and then I flew over to Chargao, the one on the east, and that's when everything ended. Chargao. Chargao. So I was stuck there. Uh, and like we, COVID hits. Yeah, COVID hits. You're pandemic is full on. Everyone's panicking, freaking out, trying to get home. My fiance and I, our plan was to go to Australia and go live and work through the working visa there and just go tour. I was going to run the comedy tours throughout Australia. That was the whole plan. So we're on our way there and then everything shut down. Australia closed down and then we're just kind of there. So we didn't have like a place to go back to. Like we weren't, we weren't like holding our apartment or anything. We put everything in storage. So we're fortunate in that sense where we're like, I I don't plan on going to Australia. Yeah. Like it wasn't stressing me out that I needed to get home, but also there was no way to get home. So we were just like, they sent 300, uh, like seats, like uh, in the amount of planes, there's only enough like for 300 people to get on these planes at the beginning of the pandemic. And, uh, there were 1400 tourists on this Island. Jesus Christ. So it's like no one, we just, it was one plane. There was like four planes they sent, like, and then different countries sent planes. Like France sent a plane, Germany sent a plane, uh, Canada was like, nah. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, uh, we'll send one. Soon. You're Just on what chill. island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill, chill, chill. Just hold it up. Get play to it up. Play it up. Mainland. Yeah. Like, He's probably not even gonna get there. Just wait it out. Yeah. So they locked down, and like it was pretty nerve wracking at first, uh, but uh, after like a couple months, they started to loosen up because there was no a couple co- months. Yeah, You're two- on a fucking island. Yeah, yeah. Months. So two months in, that's when <laughs> that's- they started to let us do things on the island. So what did you do for two months? We were just like walk onto the like just walk around basically. Like, did you have you internet could, access? You could like drink at home. <laughs> like, did you have internet. Access? Internet was so bad, man. It was so like, you guys just. Bonded. I started making like I would make one TikTok a day. That's what I started doing, yeah. and then I was like on Duolingo learning German. No and, way. Like, yeah, it was just like I don't know, like nothing to do. And then after why German? Uh, my fiance is German. Gotcha. Okay. Half German, half Persian. Oh shit! Immigrant um, section. Yo, oh yo. shit! You didn't know it's a twist, but uh, yeah, yeah. but yeah, oh, yeah, that. And uh, yo, that car man. That's yeah, like actually, German, Persian dad yeah. man been Mercedes crushing Benz, it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, so two months, nothing, two months, nothing. And then, uh, and then I was on that Island for seven months in total. It's supposed to be two weeks. What the yeah. fuck? How big is the Island? Like in Ontario talk, it's like a hundred thousand people or maybe 90,000. And, uh, you could, uh, drive around it. I think it was in maybe six hours. You could drive the full. Oh, so it's actually a big Island. Yeah, it, it oh. wasn't like it wasn't like tiny, but yeah. it wasn't like it was definitely gotcha. like you're very aware. So it's not dense on. at all. There was yeah, no, not like not like a city. You know, like the biggest thing was like just like a town kind of vibe. So for seven months you were on this island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The comedy on the island. So I started running shows on the island because there's <laughs> I was known as the island comedian. Because I was doing these. You were the only guy. I was started TikTok in the Philippines, so I started getting traction with like people in the Philippines making jokes about Filipino people and yeah, like yeah. just everything I'm experiencing and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. they all like like wear their shirt over their belly when it's hot. When, when it's, it's hot, hot. It's yeah. Like China, that. they do that too. And, like, and anywhere else, that's like a I don't know. It's like a girly thing to do, but there they're just like nah, it's, it's the manliest shit possible. Hot, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you want to arm wrestle, Doug? <laughs> What are you doing here? Huh? Yeah, so uh, just making like jokes and stuff, and so I, everyone got to know that, and then I started encouraging other 
people on the island like hey you want to try comedy like through the facebook groups and so i did like some coaching on literally how they know you're trying to put together a tour <laughs> yeah like, i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking mold these people you're yeah. like cut that opener just go straight to that other line it's good. It's a good. It's a good. Yeah, bit. it was more like steering people away from doing like really offensive shit. <laughs> but it's like white man, come kill everyone. He's like, oh, okay, guys, settle down. I gave you the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the locals were actually really fun to watch. It was it's some of the tourists that needed some guidance and stuff. But because there's some a lot of tourists still stuck on the oh, island. Oh yeah, you're so right. So they could do it too. Um, but the audience was great. It was a perfect mix of like locals and uh, and then regular people. We had like a hundred people out at every show. And I would host and headline. Once a week? Uh, no, Once we did three of them. Oh, like in the time? Yeah. Yeah, because there's like two months was like nothing. Yeah, yeah. And then I would just like be writing all the time, trying to come up with like, how do I turn over 45 minutes <laughs> in that's, front of people? That's so fucking sick, dude. That's yeah. such an experience, man. Oh, man. It that's was, crazy. Yeah, it was very fun and rewarding. And like, yeah. yeah we also did some work with this school. It's a Espoir School of Life is what they called it. And it's a, an NGO that was on the island that was just trying to give education to underprivileged families that couldn't have any access to schools or anything. Yeah. So that part was pretty fun, too. Fuck yeah. yeah, dude. That's so sick. Like, set, what's the funniest thing you remember about Filipinos? Uh, the funniest thing? I, one, what do you miss the one most? One thing I appreciate from them is that, like, they're... Because um, karaoke is so popular, and, and they'll just be comfortable, like, singing all over the place. You just be, like, walking in the grocery store, and the person, like, filling, the, like, the, the aisle, she'll just be, like, singing and, like, have, like, a really nice voice. <laughs> like, like a lot of, the, a lot of people put, have, like, 10,000 hours. Really in. nice voices. And there will just be people singing. Now, on the counter side of that, sometimes, like, if a family is having, like, a celebration for their child, their, like, 13th birthday or something, they rent a karaoke machine. The way you rent a karaoke machine is for, like, a 24-hour span. And that thing is on the entire 24 hours there's no moment where that thing is not playing at full blast for the entire barangay to hear like every barangay single is like the neighborhood like yeah it's like it man it's blowing like it's it's so loud and like literally from like 11 a.m through to 2 a.m for like 3 a.m never stops on yeah they like love, getting their money's worth they love karaoke <laughs> yeah that, that that was always fun that's so fucking jokes, dude. I wonder how that even started, karaoke. Like, what's the backstory on that? How I don't know, man, but it's, it's always a microphone with an echo effect on it, and then the same songs just kind of playing Whitney through. Houston, or, like, are they all local? No, like? they have a lot of local or, like, uh, like Filipino songs that they would like to play. But they got to have Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah. heard, like, U.S. <laughs> hits, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, Bob Marley is everywhere, so that, that too, like, but not really oh, on the, God. I don't think on the karaoke, but, yeah. God damn, yo, fuck. I didn't want to go to the Southeast Asia so bad. Vietnam especially. Everywhere I've gone in the world, traveled to, people are like at hostels and stuff. They're like, you go to Vietnam? I'm like, nah, like, go to Vietnam. Oh, Vietnam's great. Because you can also rent, like a lot of people will buy rent a, motorcycles, right? buy a motorcycle or rent one, but usually buy them. Yeah. You'll buy it either in Hanoi, which is in the north, or you'll buy it at Ho Chi Minh City, which is in the south. And then you make the trip through the country to the either north or to the south. So everyone's always either traveling from the south to north or north to south in southeast in, in there and like you can get a 30 or a 60 day visa and everyone's like oh like 30 days will be enough i ah, just get the 60 day get if, the you, 60? if you can do two months there it's like so worth it Fuck yeah, i did dude. 30 days but like easily could have spent longer there everyone yeah I, I, that's the next place i want to go is vietnam and oh man good i love a good banh mi sandwich too like those 
so good. I get so disappointed when I go to a place in Canada now. Fucking bomb me, whatever. It's Someone gave me a bomb me. Bon me. Boys, it didn't even have like uh, the pickled vegetables on it. I was like, dude, like you don't even get the pickled carrots or anything. And I was like, that's not a bond me then. Like you're. It's just a bread with chicken, <laughs> some chicken a, strips. Just a baguette, man. What are you doing to me? But brother, this has been a pr- fucking pleasure, man. Please, Thanks, as always, look into the camera. Thanks. Tell the people exactly where to find. I, dude, you bowed your head there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, like dude. there's an old Asian man on the other side yeah. of <laughs> thank you thank you i hope you enjoy yeah just yeah. tell the people where to find you man. uh and packer on everything my name is andrew packer so it's and packer tiktok youtube instagram is where i'm most at fuck Twi- it twitter i don't understand <laughs> don't find the man on twitter just scroll below all his links will be there hit those follow my guys see him out there wherever you get a chance to see him please Come watch my man live. From my end, uh, support the show at patreon.com slash the immigrant section. Come out, see us live. Montreal, Ottawa, London. Come out this week. Immigrant section comedy tour. I'm man. Tickets at abbaswahab.com. Thank you for watching. I appreciate y'all. And uh, thank you for coming on, bro. Thanks this for having me. a banger, man. man. It was fun. Fucking can't wait for the next one, brother. Hey. Till next time. Peace. Wow.